episode 120 Wayne in with Travis Hartman I am B Money the producer that over there is Weekend Trav the talent Weekend Trav I should say <laughs> Weekend Trav we're fresh off the big time matchup Tank Davis Ryan Garcia we posted uh, a quick shots video about your response your reaction to this big time fight we're going to circle back to it in a few moments but before we do before we talk about that knockout we want to jump into bare knuckle fighting bkfc 41 coming to a saturday april 29th from denver colorado at the first bank center we have one platinum mike perry taking on luke rockhold uh, definitely a veteran MMA guy. First time stepping into the bare knuckle ring. This will be Mike Perry's third time. Weekend Trav, I tell you what, this is going to be a blockbuster pay-per-view here for bare knuckle. Mike Perry being the number three middleweight uh, there in, in the league. Luke Rockhold making his first time debut, but also being a staple of the MMA world as well. Yeah. A lot of heat going on between these guys too. A lot of talking between these guys chirping. What do you think about this fight? I mean, let's be honest, anybody that Mike Perry fights, there's going to be a lot of chirping. There's going to be a lot of buildup, and I love it. Mike Perry, one thing that he knows how to do is he knows how to sell a fight. Yeah. Mike Perry is a brilliant marketer of himself. He, and actually, to be fair, it just shows that I think Mike Perry genuinely likes violence, and he likes putting violence on other people because he looks like none of the stuff he does to me, at least this is from me speaking from the outside in doesn't look scripted at all. It looks real. Like Mike Perry goes out there and I think he's just himself. And that's what sells. Like the guy's always just doing goofy stuff, wiping boogers on Luke Rockhold. I mean, like in one of the press conferences, it's awesome, but like it makes you want to like tune in. He knows how to tune. In. And then the icing on the cake, he can fight. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the thing about Mike Perry, and and I know him, I, I trained with him for a little while, or he trained uh, me and a bunch of others, I should say, what you see is what you get. The, there's no act there with Mike Perry. Now, he's a lot smarter than some people would give him credit for. Trust me, I know that for a fact, too. But he yeah. takes risks. That's why people love to watch him, is that he will take risks in there, and this sport is really made for him. And, and so Luke Rockhold's coming in here, once again, veteran, former Strike Force champ, former UFC champ, big guy too. So when you look at the matchup, this is probably going to be the biggest opponent Mike's faced um, in the MMA and the bare knuckle world. Uh, Rockhold's probably got to, he's got to cut weight because usually he's fighting at 185. I think this fight's at 175 and that's kind of around Mike's, you know, going weight anyways. Like he might have yeah. to cut a little bit, but Luke's going to be coming down like 15 pounds, 10, 15 pounds easy for this thing. So that's going to be tough on him. And the fact that there's such an age discrepancy, Luke being 38 years old, Mike being 31 years old, uh, it's going to be tough, I think, on Luke. And first time in this ring, it's not a, an easy go. Mike Perry, I mentioned, he's now, he's, this is his third fight in bare knuckle. He's 2 0, right? Yeah, two and zero oh, took on Julian Lane, who was a nine fight veteran in bare knuckle. Beat him. Michael Page, pro boxer, his debut in England, beat him as well. So this should be an interesting uh, matchup with Orthodox Mike Perry and Southpaw Luke Rockhold. Uh, when you when you hear those numbers and when you hear those details, we can Trav, you as a fighter, what are you thinking when you see that kind of comparison between the two? Let me throw a couple other uh, details at you too. Mike Perry, height 5'10", Luke Rockhold 6'3", reach Mike Perry 71 inches, Luke Rockhold 77 inches. You as a boxer, what do you think from all those details I just gave to you? 
So there's something that can't be measured. And that measurement is Mike Perry's heart. Mm. What do they always say? It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. This is a prime example of that because Mike Perry is going up against, he's got disadvantages all around. He's smaller. The guy's got bigger reach. Um, the guy's the guy's more wise, you could say too, because he's 38. Um, but what I like about it is Mike's a veteran bare knuckle guy. And it's a different game. It really is a different game, okay? Because there's no gloves at all. I mean, that every single punch, even though you go to UFC where there's four ounce gloves, it's still a nice little pad, though. There's still a little pad there, okay? And it's four ounce that, that separates the knuckle from bone on bone. You're talking bare knuckle, which Mike Perry is used to now. This is his third fight. Even though he's only had two, I don't think he really have a lot of bare knuckle fights, to be fair, because it's tough to stick around that long. Sure. But I think the one key that Mike has is there's the toughness and the grit and the experience in bare knuckle. And, and to Mike's credit, I've been watching his Instagram. I'm going to tell you right now that Mike Perry's boxing, his straight standup has gotten so much better since he left the UFC and he's only been training boxing. Yep. And that's genuine. I'm telling you right now, Mike Perry's boxing He's gotten it on point. It's the best that I've ever seen him. And that's good going into this fight because he's going to need every bit of that. Because like you said, he's fighting a lefty now. He's also fighting a lefty that's 6'3". And Mike's what, 5'10", 5'11", you said? Yep. So there's a massive difference there. However, the one good thing is Mike likes to fight on the inside anyway. Mm -hmm. So Mike's going to get on the inside of this guy. When Mike gets on the inside of this guy, I'm going to choose Mike Perry's toughness over all the advantages this guy has. However... It's the fight game. There'll be money. You know, anything can happen. Yeah, I think, um, listen, on paper, you would think looking at a Luke Rockhold with all that experience and and odds haven't been released yet. We can travel. I looked for these more than likely. I would imagine Vegas will open up with Luke as the favorite. I don't know how close it'll be, but they're not released yet. That's what I'm assuming just based on pure size advantage, reach advantage and experience. But this is oh, what's this is a different sport. Luke's had three years off. OK, get his body healed up, whatever else. Does he still have, you know, that fire, that 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 gasoline in the tank for something like this? You mentioned Mike Perry when he gets inside. He is an animal. He takes risks. He will go head first into these battles and these wars. And when you look at someone like Luke Rockhold, who is known to be a kickboxer and also a black belt in, in BJJ, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, that ain't going to help you in this world. OK, no, now. Not. I agree with you. We've seen Mike's uh, boxing uh, skill work improve leaps and bounds. The way just that he holds himself, the way that his arms are tight, uh, tight in now. I watched Luke training, and he still has those MMA punches, those looping, those looping, moving hooks, right? So not tight in. Whereas Mike has been training more as a traditional boxer. So I'm my my, my gut is telling me. You can't go against Platinum Mike Perry in this fight with newcomer Luke Rockhold in the bare-knuckle world. This should be a very exciting matchup. No matter who the favorite is, Mike Perry is weighing in with Travis Hartman's favorite. So we're rolling with Mike Perry. because We're rolling everybody. with Mike. We're rooting for you, Mike. So I don't care what the odds say. I think Mike has defied all odds anyway to be where he's at today which is phenomenal, his whole story, where he's at. Um, he's been through some little tragedies. It just happened as well. Um, but, Mike, um, I, I, I'm, we're rooting for you. Yep. We hope you pull this off. 
But we do know that you have a stiff test in front of you, which every fight is a stiff test for everybody at this point. I mean, you're at that level to where everybody can fight. So um, we wish him the best for, for sure. Uh, God bless. And I wish both guys the best. I hope both guys leave this fight healthy, um, just as healthy as they went in. Luke's on a one-fight deal, and I don't think he's going to get picked up for the second fight. I think Mike Perry takes this by breaking a hole into Luke Rockhold's face. That's B-Money's prediction right there. We can travel. Like Let's go back to the fight that was from this past weekend, big-time fight. Gervonta Tank Davis taking down King Ryan Garcia in the seventh round with a body shot knockout. Ooh, those are rough to watch. Brutal. Uh, yeah, Weekend Trav, you put out uh, the Quick Shots episode, which you can take a look at if you're following our YouTube account, if you're following Rumble, whatever. It's on there. Uh, we posted that on Tuesday. Um, what do you have to say overall from that fight, Weekend Trav? If someone hasn't watched that video, what what do you have to say about the the knockout victory for Tank Davis? Um, I, I I'm finally... I'm feeling my groove again, B-Money, because I got this prediction right. I got so it wrong. Happy we didn't have a bet on this one, but I, I will admit I had it wrong because yeah. Ryan Garcia didn't stick to the game plan that you saw happening and unfolding in round one. He should have stuck to that. And he even admits post-fight that he didn't stick to it and he wanted to make it exciting. He should have made it a boring fight. I agree. I agree. That's what happened. And you know what? He, this is why I said this at the beginning too. The reason why I went with Gervonta is because he is a little bit different of a breed. He's also 28 years old. Okay. Ryan Garcia is 24. And the reason I say that is because I think the youngness of Ryan Garcia got to him in that big moment, because I think he did hurt, hurt Davis a little bit in that first round. He smelled a little bit of blood and just went for it. And look what happened in the second round. He tried to do it again. And what did Gervonta do? Nice, calm, composed, counter, straight left, boom, on the button, dropped him in the middle of the ring. He got up, which was awesome. He, he's a tough competitor. Ryan Garcia, that's one thing that I think he should take from this, is that now he's now gotten up off the canvas twice, okay? The, the first time he got up and he won. This time he didn't. He fought a, a little bit better of a guy. Um, but Gervonta, in all of his greatness for sure he's a very calm and meticulous fighter and i think we saw that because ryan garcia was pressing him and pressing him put him in some moments to act out of character and tank was calm moved kept his hands up kept he was this is what i say it a lot but tank was playing chess ryan yeah. garcia was playing checkers yeah and it was checkmate yeah ryan garcia played right into the strengths of gervonta davis which we talked about prior to this fight anyways you know, if this was going to be a dog fight, Tank Davis is going to win it. If it's going to get in close, Tank Davis has the clear cut advantage. And that's what Ryan, that's what Ryan uh, Garcia did. He played right into the strengths of, and I don't want to take away from Tank Davis. I mean, yeah. fantastic fighter, right? But if we, if it, it could be a completely different story, if Garcia kept it boring, if Garcia did what he needed to do, be slick, stick and move, stick and move, be slick. Don't think you need to, you know, uh, compare strengths and yeah. match for match what your opponent's doing. Play to your strengths and get the victory. Now, what I will say, on the as the fight was over and post-fight stuff, I actually gained a lot of respect for Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Uh, you know, he comes off as like the pretty boy. He comes off as the prima donna, the social media guy, whatever. Cool. Good for you because you can do it because you are a pretty boy. You have a good-looking yeah. face. You're a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um he made no excuses on the way out. He's like, listen, I'm not going to make the excuse of, you know, the weight stuff. I'm not going to make the excuse of this or that. He's like, I lost. 
you know, Tank was know. better with a better fighter tonight. He's Respect. he's like, I should have done things differently. I didn't. I tip my hat to him. I need to go fight a few more guys and hopefully get an opportunity again. He wasn't You're... demanding it. He's like, I know what I need to do, and and hopefully I'll get the opportunity again to, to roll with Tank Davis. He made no excuses. That's refreshing in today's day and age of boxing. Yeah, and that's so that's what I was I was kind of alluding to was the fact that he's 24 years old and Tank is 28. Even though it's only four years, I think that four years showed in that ring in that big moment because Ryan Garcia, when he got caught or when he got in that moment and smelled a little bit of blood, he didn't stick to his game plan. He just went nuts, right? Right. That was the immaturity. He's a little immature as a fighter. Yep. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, nope. that's in a way of he's got room to grow. And that's why when I made my prediction, I made it because I based it off of that, the maturity level of a 24 year and a 28 year old. I thought that tank had more maturity and was going to stay calm and really take this fight into the deep waters is why I predicted the 11th round happened in the seventh happened sooner than I thought. Right. Um, but Garcia, you're right. He did. You're five, 10. You have a great jab. You have a great hook. You should not have been in close for that fight. That fight should not have been up close. That fight should have been in the middle of the ring circling. And maybe that was the game plan. He just went away from it. But I hope he learns from this because it seems like to me that he's taking this. We don't lose. We learn, right? Yep. I think he's taking it that way. And if you yep. take a fight like that in that regard, you are going to be better. So he's 24. I'm curious to see the growth of Ryan Garcia over the next couple of years, because I know, like you said, you were a little hard on this kid for a while, deservingly so, but I think you're right. I think this is a growing moment for him, and I hope he continues down this path because he can be a good fighter. Great amateur experience, great amateur fighter. Has been a good pro up to this point, too. Um, lost a fight against a better guy on that night, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So if you haven't checked it out, quick shots, that'll give a little bit more of a rundown of Weekend Trav's perspective of what he saw on that fight. On that fight. But obviously, Gervonta Tank Davis took down Ryan Garcia in the seventh. I didn't check where in the seventh round we can check. Remember, I mentioned the over-under was seven and a half. So I haven't looked at the actual minute, but dang, do not go against Vegas. My goodness, I, they have been burning me recently. And right. I tell you what, they know everything, don't they? They just know. You know, it's that was a weird one because that was the one bet that I was like, dude, take the over. I was like, take the over. because Literally the seventh round. I don't know where it was in the seventh round. So I'll that bet right could have gone one way or another. But goodness gracious. Oh, my gosh. They know what's up. Uh, but both guys bouncing back. That that weight. I don't want to say the division because they're all kind of sprinkled around kind of like these five or six pounds. Right. All these guys we talk yeah. about. But what an exciting set of fights that possibly could be over the next few years. We've talked about it several times on that show on this show, and you talked about it on the quick shot segment, and we're going to be talking about it, you know, for, for many months to come, I'm sure weekend trap, but I am excited. Uh, you know, let's close out this episode 120 of Wayne in with Travis Hartman. If you have yet to subscribe, please do so below, whether it's on YouTube rumble, if you're listening to us on whatever audio app you have for podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. We're there. Thank you so much. Give us some feedback also on what you want to hear uh, because this is a new foray for us. Episode 120, Mike Perry, Luke Rockhold, this Saturday, pay-per-view. You can check that out on Fight TV, F-I-T-E dot TV on the internet. Uh, I believe you could probably find it on BKFC's website as well. There's a few white ways to watch this thing, but there's also other matchups I was looking. It's pretty intriguing. We don't have time to get into it today, but... It's a pretty stacked card for, you know, if, if you like this uh, this sort of uh, sport. 
Uh, it's a very interesting card weekend, Trav, and one that uh, I'll be checking out. That's Platinum Mike Perry taking on Luke Rockhold here this Saturday, April 29th, Denver, Colorado, BKFC 41, coming to you from the First Bank Center. Weekend, Trav, final thoughts? I want to give a shout-out real quick, too, to um, our Box Lab friends who actually had the co-main event yeah, on the yeah. Ryan Garcia fight, David Morrell Jr., um, KO'd Yamaguchi Falco, who we watched live right here in Orlando. KO'd him in the first round, and Yamaguchi Falco is a very good fighter. Yeah. And David Morrell Jr., who's 8-0, now 9-0, knocked him out in the first round. Impressive. And Box Lab has a portion, Box Lab and Warriors Boxing promoted both of those guys. So it's pretty cool to see these promoters right here in Orlando. We've told people, look at this. They're on the big stage too, man. Yeah. David Morrell Jr. is now a number one rated and he has the interim um, yeah. WBA uh, super middleweight title. So these guys are on the stage. They're co-main event to Ryan Garcia and Devante Davis. And, yeah, to be on such a prime time, which could possibly be the best pay-per-view fight of the year. We'll see as the year progresses. That to be, gotta... yeah, that to, that to open the main event up. And end in the first round knockout. That's exciting. Uh, so kudos to those promote uh, to our promoter friends there. Uh, yet hard work pays off. We say it all the time. Hard work pays off. Those guys are busting their butts and uh, promoting some great shows down here locally. Good to see them take that stage. Uh, we can have any other final thoughts. Yeah, I need to reiterate real fast too that even though this was a big fight for Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis. Neither guy is a world champion. The no. world champion is Devin Haney at 135. He owns Correct. all four titles. He's fighting May 20th versus Lomachenko. So I hope people don't forget. And I just want, I just say that to give respect to Devin Haney because he's undefeated. He earned those titles. And now he's fighting another guy who easily could beat the two guys that fought last night, Lomachenko. He is a formidable opponent. He is a guy that can beat anybody in that 135 pound division. So I hope everybody knows that division is stacked though. And it's amazing. And there's going to be so many good fights, but Let's let's just keep it real. Even though Javante did win by knockout, he's not a world champion at 135. So no. until he is world champion, I'm giving the credit right now. Devin Haney, Lomachenko, Devin Haney. let's go. Yep. And I don't think, and this is my final closing thoughts on this one, uh, on this fight as well. I don't think Tank, Tank Davis is ready for Devin Haney. I think he probably needs Shakur Stevenson first. Uh, so we'll see how that lines up as That's the stars one. align. Make sure you're checking out BKFC this weekend on the pay-per-view. Mike Perry, Platinum Mike Perry, punching a hole through Luke Rockhold's face, taking home another W. What do you have to say about that? That over there is Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. the man that makes this podcast go round. It goes. It goes. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.